October 7, 2023. It's uh, to this morning uh, started the war in Israel and uh, Palestine. And uh, uh, I'm not happy for, for it, but I'm curious if it will happen what I heard in Jerusalem. I was, a, if you do, don't know it, but I was in Jerusalem in December 2022. So it's uh, not one year since I was in Jerusalem. And I, I was to a Jewish hotel. Uh, owner was uh, Jewish, but those that was working in the hotel, they they were Muslims from Palestine, from Gaza Strip. And uh, they were telling me that, uh, uh, that Iran... <coughs> Iran, I'm sorry for coughing. Uh, the, the Iran will be uh, uh, in to next war against Israel. So I'm curious now. I uh, watch uh, the Palestine television, Al Jazeera, and uh, uh, need to know that it can come message uh, that benefit Palestine people. So I have to be a little careful about what they are saying. And it's the same with Israel. And I, I have told you I'm not a political person. I work for God and God is not political. This is, uh, and God, uh, he said just when I started this recording that God said that he, he had promised that he should not kill any, any people. And since after the, the flood, uh, when every Every people was killed, uh, but not uh, Noah family was killed. God uh, felt sorry for these people that have died and say he should not kill anymore. So today is it people that kill people and not God. The... The devil wants us to believe that it's God's will to kill kill people. And it's not. It's man's decision or woman's decision also can it be. And uh, so uh, this is only the start, I think. And Israel have said that they are in war today. So it be uh, for me it's sad about people that be killed, but it's also interesting to see if what they were telling me at the hotel that Iran will come in and make go in and into the war and then we have a long a bloody war on us and uh, affect much in the world um, and um, and i i have the television on, on most of the day today for to see what's what will going on and uh, it have been some rockets coming to Tel Aviv. 
And you know what I have talking about when it's about Tel Aviv. That uh, it's it's the devil's city have started to be. Uh, that uh, is about money. And it's about uh, the homosexuality. But uh, now in December... Uh, the 2022 when I was in Jerusalem uh, I saw there was many uh, of those flags uh, the homosexual bars around in the center where I was so it have spread into Jerusalem that is is a, a religious uh, spirit filled city but it is not more. And it's about money the whole time. And um, and God wanted me to come to Israel to see this changing from the first time I was there, 2011. And now when I was there, 2022, 11 years later, it have changed so much. It's much anger in Israel today. And uh, it's much split up. Of people don't know what the other side are doing. Like uh, those common people. It's not about the military. They don't know what's going on. But they don't tell us. Uh, we see it in the this war and rockets launches. Uh, but uh, before the, I got the news from the television about the war in Israel. I was. I got the knowledge, uh, new knowledge, but not. Uh, a big knowledge but it is about this uh, this man I have met that is Muslim and uh, he I hope that he he is uh, he have problem and but he don't let it be there he must uh, uh, he must find it out because uh, in Islam about the spirit they don't understand what the spirit uh, uh, what its spirit is and uh, and that is for other religion also that they they know there is an afterlife they they got it with their religion but they don't know this connection between the our planet the earth and the spirit and the afterlife they don't understand what's going on they only know we live here today and then we when we die we come to the afterlife and and some of this uh, religion they are uh, saying this part of Islam that is evil not everyone is evil but those evil Islamic branches that want people to do terror to kill people and they uh, they blow themselves up they kill themselves by uh, carrying a bomb on them and going into a church or going into a place where it's much people and kill many and they and they they say the leaders are saying that they are coming uh, 
to the afterlife and got a pleasure life in heaven in that way that they have killed many because that's Allah, God Allah's meaning uh, that we should do to kill those enemies. And uh, as I say, God doesn't kill. It's people that kill. And um, and they think that they in heaven they got seven virgin women. Uh, I want I wonder what the homosexual uh, what they are saying to them because they don't want women in in have in afterlife. Um, uh, but it, it's it's so total wrong to think like that. It's so very selfish to to think that because we kill kill people, it's not enemies. It's people like you and me, and uh, they're. You don't know where they're coming from. They maybe are Muslims that be killed. The, you, uh, the bomber, he don't go and ask people who they are. Uh, what religion are you into? They kill, kill all people. And um, all people in that place. So... It, I think it's very confusing for this this man I have met that I, I love and uh, I know that he loves me but he he can't understand this because he's born Muslim and they don't understand the spirit it's a it's a, a word called uh, Sufism. Sufism. And it's a inner self-cleaning. Uh, but that is not, uh, not really a connection to God. It's selfish things. It's very much selfish things. And he have to clean himself up on what he have learned from childhood and that is for many people about what the lies they have got in themselves from the childhood and uh, start to think on your own to go away from the learning from from books and from your parents or who, uh, the, those that you grew up with. And uh, of course, uh, the church can be very nice to go into as a social meeting, but it doesn't teach you anything more to know what it says in the Bible but but it doesn't tell you what God is talking about it's what men have interpret and uh, assume when they those men that was uh, writing down the scrolls to be in a book, they uh, they were not not uh, all of them are not uh, uh, leaders of the church or knowing anything. They only translate the Bible. They translate the uh, scrolls to 
to the Bible and they put together that those texts that was missing, those uh, texts, it was not, it was fragment of writings, those scrolls. They were no, not new, perfect, uh, been, uh, um, been saved like that. They were in, uh, in, uh, in the mountains, in the rocks, and uh, in, in those uh, caves. And you know, when you have been in caves. It is very uh, water in the air, and uh, it's not a good place for screws to be. So it's only fragment they find, and then they put together what they think it should be between the lines. So there is many lies there. But it's also good written things, and we we I use the Bible uh, sometimes, uh, but I don't read in it in that way. Uh, I, if there is a word, for example, today I was uh, looking into to the Quran what they were saying about the spirit uh, I can use use uh, those books as a source for to understand uh, but not uh, take everything as perfect truth um, the perfect truth is to have a communication with God and not uh, people say often to me that they get a connection with God in those books. But it's more likely that you have a connection with those that translate the Bible, that put together the Bible. And then you always have to think that the Catholic Church took away some of these scrolls. There is not completely <clears throat> books in the Bible. <clears throat> and the Catholic Church have said that they should open the archive to those uh, books, uh, the writings that they have found, but they have not shown it for people. And I think it start to come in that time. They must they must open their archive of of those scripture scriptures they they have found in those caves, so people can read by themselves to understand. And uh, so I don't know if. If it will be a lie there also, that they are going not to show show those books that they don't want the world to see, uh, they maybe hide it again for for us. Uh, so um, he must step out from from his childhood's knowledge he had got from people and reading the books. I don't know. Uh, as he was saying, he was deep. And I don't know what, what it means in his way to, to say he was deep. I don't know. And uh, if he is deep in the right way, he will find a door out from where, what he have believed uh, uh, since 
since birth because he was born in that religious thinking. Uh, like I was born in Lutheran church and I was I I didn't grow up so much in the Lutheran church but I have it around me very much uh, but today I don't don't listen at it more because uh, it's not the right church for me as they allowed those uh, homosexual take place so much so they have homosexual in in the pulpit they have the homosexual preaching about the Bible uh, and uh, in the Bible uh, so they do they flirting with people they should not flirt with because they don't want to change those people that come into the church but the people that come into Lutheran church want to change the church and they have done that for many years and now today is it not only in Sweden that uh, they they have wedding in Lutheran church for for the same gender wedding they they bless um, homosexual marriage with God that like they see God but they they believe that Jesus was God so it's not the real God anyway so I don't go angry about it it's it's only the frustrating and it's uh, something I want to tell you about that uh, they People are leaving the Lutheran Church. People are leave, leaving all kind of churches. They don't want to believe in God anymore because they have seen so much lies. We have just in Sweden had a man that a pastor for. A, a Pentecostal church that had to leave because he was in sexual relationship with the women that he was not married to and he had to leave but sometimes they let them stay and then it's be toxic in the in the church because they don't kick them out as they should do and um, so uh, I I have told you that I can't do anything about this man I have been there I met him in in the cricket field and they um, he have last time I saw him he waved at me when other people didn't see, he waved at me. But and then I was thinking, he will come to me and talk to me. But then uh, I wait, and then he only left with those other men, and it didn't come to me. So that was the last time I was to the field, because I understood in that way that he will not come to me even if he see me and he is in love with me is because it's uh, going against his belief and uh, and then uh, I was I have been talking to this woman that come when I was sleeping and talking about uh, uh, entrepreneur uh, I need to look into that word entrepreneur to 
more understand because that word she was saying to me that I remember it it maybe have a spiritual meaning and I need to uh, put up a little more water I feel that I start to be dry in my mouth <coughs> and um, and maybe she was saying <laughs> saying more to me it's a uh, sparkling water and that's why the sound Maybe she was saying things to me and I have taken it into my brain but I don't didn't remember when I wake up what she had told me. But I remember very clearly that she say entrepreneur and that is uh, they are not really owner of of the uh, the job, the the company, they are not. They are hired into to the company, so they are not their own boss. They are depended on the owner of the company. I think it means like that. And in a spirit way, I understand in the spirit way well why she say entrepreneur, because uh, it means that he is not free. He he is depended on someone, and uh, for to exist, for to stay here in Sweden, and. Um, and he need to be comfort that God will take care of him, and he he don't understand now that if he is coming to my home, we were we are going to be led of the spirit, and they are going to tell us what we should do and bring to us the tools we need to have a comfort life. And if it's um, like uh, the Swedish government uh, will kick him out from Sweden, I tell him that I follow him. I go with him because I don't have anything here in in Sweden that hold me hold me to stay in Sweden so I can go away wherever he want to go and uh, but we need to do the work for under under heaven uh, under afterlife the, uh, to be a, a living tool tools for for heaven and they will help us with our life uh, so I am not worried about this to ha have a home uh, have a money like that and I don't care in that way that other people are worried about because my relationship with God is so close, and uh, like I, I saw that I have seen it many times, and I saw it special uh, when I, I sh he uh, God told me that I should touch the golden gate in Jerusalem, 
And I didn't have any money. I don't have any money. And uh, and then suddenly God was sending me money. I don't know how he did it. It it maybe was not supernatural in that way that money only coming. Because I know that God had talked to people to help me. And and some when it's about money it's the easiest way to to say they should help me because people don't understand other things than money in helping. They don't understand that they can help without uh, giving me money. I need when I was in homeless in the United States, the the most important for me was a place to stay where I could feel me safe in. It was not about money, it was to to be safe in the place and not walking around and have no one taking care of if it's of me if it's happen something but they the the few times someone helped me was about giving me money and nothing else so that is help that is easiest for people to do and of course it's it was great when i when the money suddenly come in so I could buy me a airline ticket, and then also uh, pay the room for a hotel in one month in Jerusalem. That was very, very, very great. But there is so much other things to could help. If you don't have any money, it, it you can help anyway. Only help to be there for a person. Not giving money because you don't have any money. But to to help a person in that way. To only be with that person. And tell them that you are that person's friend. And we can discuss this problem you have and see if we can find an answer of it like that you can say that to a person and like um, when I was uh, married in Texas there was many children that had no home that was had much money and they didn't have money to pay the bills and they were out from uh, heat for example electricity in in their home and we took those children to could stay with us over the weekend my husband was working so we could only give them a place in the weekends and they uh, come and sleep uh, in our home and we gave them the food to eat like we had food and we have electricity and and they could watch television and be like be in their home and in that way helping people and um, so it's not always about money to encourage people and to give them advices and only to be there for them. I'm very dry in my mouth just now, so it seems like a spirit is on its way. Because it's, uh, I feel so very, 
very dry and you that follow me you know certainly I I have this uh, this voice and uh, have hard hard to talk because it's so dry what's coming in here and that is what it is now and um, but I wanted to say that this this woman I told her that uh, she needed to talk to him about what's going on that he, he must uh, he he was with me when when I took his arm and I did a healing on him and that he must understand he must think that it was only he and me there in that place we were alone and uh, and then he suddenly got this love in his coming in into his arm going into his body because after uh, the last words he was saying to me that he had to go because his uh, friend had coming and get him and uh, when he was saying that to me his his voice was this kind of voice when you are in love it's another way to talk in and uh, that's what it was and and I have seen him in the field that he have love in his eyes for me but it is this with uh, with the Islam that he have someone is coming here now it's a woman it is this woman so I am she is say, saying she is saying this to me that he ha, she have told him she have talking to him and uh, she is saying that he he need time to take it in and to understand that he can't get it in Quran because they don't know the this connection between God and us in the spirit way they only believe that we live here and now and then when we die we go up in in like afterlife and and not the connection, not the silver cord. They don't understand this with a silver cord that we have a connection with those in afterlife that have going before us to help us here on earth. And uh, she wants to talk. I feel her that she is, she is very amazed that she, she wants to talk to this woman that look like India. And uh, I see what she's saying. She say I should not be worried about it with this with her. I don't know if it's his mother or if it's a sister like that it's a real it's a family member for him that is talking from uh, that have died and uh, from earth and um living in the afterlife and understand 
what's going on, understand the truth now. Um, and she wants to... She's saying she wants to surrounding him with knowledge. She, she, it was she that told him that he should go to me and talk to me uh, the first time there when I did the healing. She said that she was the one because I remember. I remember that I told him there is a misty, I say to him, but he didn't know what misty was. So I say it's like a cloud coming. And and there is someone in the cloud that loves you very much. And I didn't know what it was, but now I know it was this woman that plays us together and lets us be connected with love. Because I didn't felt any love uh, to him first. I only was thinking that a young, young, nice looking man. Uh, that want to talk to me and I directly I immediately I I connected me with him like a pastor that want to help him and um, uh, after a while I say I I can heal people I if you have any problems I can heal you, I say to him. And he said that he had, he he was down, he was depressed. And uh, I understand that because it's, uh, he had post-traumatic distress. So he need uh, help to clean it up. Um, for me, I have post-traumatic distress when I come back from USA from homelessness to to back to my country Sweden I I go down when I come home I didn't get it in the United States because I had it was only to survive for me so I never could uh, allowed me to go into traumatic distress. But it was something I got when I come back to Sweden and could relax a little because uh, I had a place to stay that I had not, not need to deal with other people. And uh, so I was safe in that way. I have my own home immediately, almost immediately. It took uh, some months. And, and uh, then when it, I start to relax, then the traumatic, the, the distress came over me. But I, uh, I learned that I could uh, go away from the distress by I was singing every day a karaoke. It was uh, it was for many hours I was singing until my voice couldn't sing anymore. That uh, that opened up my lungs uh, breathing uh, and circulation in the body so and then i uh, write write into this um, social media about what i'm going through when talking to people in on internet and uh, talk, 
writing very, very much on Facebook. And then uh, on Facebook I have some pages with different subjects that, that I, have, uh, I wrote. Uh, but now after some years, maybe three, four years ago, I, I ended to be post-traumatic. I am okay now. And, uh, and I can do this uh, podcast without feeling anything about what I'm talking about that was in my past. I don't have anything about that, but I want to you to know me and to learn from me that I find if you have post-traumatic is that to find something that gives you joy and to this to open up your body to to get the circulation in your body. It is not to sit sit and watch television the whole day long or to drink alcoholic or take pills. It has nothing with that to do. You need to open up yourself by finding something that makes you want to wake up and go out from the bed, go out from the TV sofa to to move around to I uh, when I was uh, the most of the post traumatic I couldn't walk out and uh, when I was the worse in the post traumatic I was only laying in my bed and then I I go up and to go to the bathroom and to go sometimes to eat. And uh, what I eat was fast food, uh, something that I didn't need to work on. It was only to fill my stomach. And, and, and then I go to bed again and was sleeping. That was me in the most depressed and uh, post-traumatic situation. But it, it took me only some, some weeks. And then it was someone that gave me an, an, a computer, uh, an old computer, but it was okay, the computer. And uh, and then uh, suddenly in the house they started to to place in internet cables, and I w- was worried because I didn't have uh, I couldn't uh, hire anything because I have the these uh, depths in uh, in the bank of uh, what have happened when I I go away from Sweden and go away from my my bad husband uh, and I left everything open so they could could buy things in my name and I got I had very much money to pay back, and I still have today. And uh, so I was worried that I should not, could get any internet. It was not like today when they really beg us to have internet, uh, to, to hire, to get internet. And... Um, and so I was worried, but as it was many houses that got internet built in, then they, like they had no time to check us out if, if we could pay the bills for, 
på internet. So we all got internet. So I could start to be on on my computer and be on internet and then find a place where I was singing karaoke. Uh, so it was many things in my life when I come back from United States and also in United States to make it working. But that that I know today is I have to thank afterlife, those people in afterlife, they have taken care of it. And uh, like I got my telephone and I didn't have, I couldn't, uh, couldn't get any and the expensive telephones that was was expensive in that time it was um well it's if i count it is it it was six hundred dollar for it was more for um xperia the first version of Xperia uh, telephone, and I uh, I couldn't uh, I couldn't sign under to uh, get that telephone and pay off the telephone. Uh, it was so very expensive, and I call that that company that was. Uh, uh, higher out selling selling uh, the telephone uh, in that way that I pay off it every month and um, the man that, uh, in the telephone I say to him that I was not allowed to do it for from the bank because they knew I, I, did, I had some bills I have not paid. I said to him, and he said to me, wait, wait a little. I go and, and talk to my boss about you and see what we can do here, he said. He was a real a man that sit there from God. And I, I was so deep into when he went away, and I could see him in when he was walking. I saw him in the spirit, how he walking into a room where his manager was sitting, and I saw him bowing down on on the office desk to like whisper a little to the manager to could help me i was really into to uh, praying and, and into talking to god to help me help me help me to get the telephone and uh, and then suddenly he come back this young man here and he say his boss approved me to get the telephone. So it has been the, the many times was it yeah, I should not have got it, but I got it. And I know today that's the afterlife. It's God doesn't do this. God doesn't work with the earth in that way but he is the one that decided he was god is like the boss that was in the telephone company and uh, and he allowed me to get it uh, by the way the afterlife is working for me Everything that is working 
in afterlife to, uh, to us here on earth have to go through God first to be approval. They can't work on their own. They need to, to have okay from God. But God doesn't work with us in that way. So it's very important that we understand this with afterlife. That it's they that do action. God doesn't do action in that way. It's very seldom. Sometimes he have coming down and talk to me. But it's it's rare. It's not something that I take for granted. I'm very thankful and happy when God is coming and talking. But I don't take him for granted. No, not at all. And that's the error many people do. That they take God for granted. That what can you do for me, God? We we can't say like that. We are we need to work for God, to ask God to, for to, get help with something, and uh, and God doesn't work with us. They, he tell the afterlife to do the work for him what he want to do for us uh, we can't ask him we need to work for god first it's not only to sit there and and get all the uh, the gifts from god it doesn't work that way you need to work for god first you need to take one step to, to be free from what is in your life that stop you for have have a happy life you need to do the first step then god can do two steps uh, and uh, and in that way he tell afterlife to do it for us but we need to do the first step everyone no one is excluded from it. You need to uh, work on your relationship with God. That is not Jesus. That is not Muhammad. It is God is the only one. He's the, he is not a person. God he can place himself into people's body, into people's mind, because he's a spirit. So he can enter in wherever he wants to enter in and uh, then talk. from. And that can also be that God is telling those in afterlife to go down here on earth and go into into our mind into our body to work on something and uh, but i say but i have told you that they can kill be killed in that way also uh, when coming close to the earth because they are very weak in that way but they know they coming here and know what they are going to do that's uh, that's in 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 them like a package coming into our mind but then is it up to that person that have this package inside them to accept it or not accept it, you, they, they can kill that package by saying, I don't believe in this, it's uh, demons that place in into that body, if it's 
himself or herself or is it people that they know about around them? No, that's demon that is in that person. Like saying that and that in that way they kill also the spirit that try to enter in and work for us. Um, but uh, it, it's um, the spirit inside me. They um, uh, they have just coming into me. Uh, uh, they have tried many times. They started with this um, this ghost believing things that we when we don't understand who they are we think they are ghost that they are evil and uh, of course the, it can be evil it can come from from the dark side also so we need to protect us and that i have talking about to before going to bed to to prayer to ask for help that they will not come into our home when we when we are sleeping and uh, i i say from the beginning i say uh, prayer to god because i thought i should pray to god in that way that I ask to, before I fall to sleep, to ask that whatever coming in in the night uh, to me, let it not be uh, something that is evil. Let it come from you, God. Whatever you want me to to hear and see, let it coming from you, God. In that way, I was praying every night, and uh, and it going less and less to be evil things coming, and uh, and then they started to communicate with me in the spirit way. Uh, I felt like I should go home and do a video a recording. Those videos I have on YouTube, those videos is from that I I was walking outside and and in that way rest me and uh, in the spirit ways rest me and uh, then I got message that I should go home and recording for them and they were telling me what I should recording about and then I start to do it and then I I start to not be frightened about what come in the night because I know it's it have to go through God to to filter it and uh, so I understood it's it seems evil when I saw those things, but in the, but in the same way I knew that these spirit things have go have to go through God, and in that way filter away the evil things. They can look evil, but they are not evil. So I started to understand more and more. And uh, so, uh, if you watch those YouTube, uh, it's it's not hundred percent true in them, because I didn't know so much as I do today. It's my real knowledge come when they told me to do a podcast. And now I, I understand it, and uh, I get 
more knowledge in other subjects also. So uh, keep, follow me and you will learn from what I learn from the spirits that talk to me. They want to teach me about everything so I can help you, you that listen. It's not for me only. I learn from them. But the learning is for you also to learn. And sometimes is it healing coming also for you. Because they want you to know them. They want you to, to be healed. So thank you for listening. And um, it will be interesting to follow what's going on in Israel now. So, God bless you.